You're listening to the Haunt Girls Podcast. The show where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, haunts, horror, and everything in between. I'm Allie. I'm Nikki. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Be afraid. Be very afraid. I am going to eat your soul. Welcome back to the Haunt Girls Podcast. I'm Allie. I'm Nikki. And when you're hearing this, we are 18 days or less until Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando's opening we're, night. We're in the teens. We're so close. I know we keep saying that we're so Finally. close and it's coming, but we're so, we're getting just closer and closer each day. Yeah. I feel like once it gets to the teens and we're out of the 20s, it's it just flies by. We are talking. We only have two more Fridays left without HHN. So mm-hmm. once we get through this Friday, then there's only one. And then all of a sudden we're there. I just needed to speed up and then stop. I know. I know. Freeze time for a little bit. I keep saying every week, I'm like, this is about to be the longest three weeks of my life. Like just waiting for it. And it's so funny because this is such a different speculation kind of hype season because we did get that big announcement with everything a bit earlier than we're used to back in July. So August, I feel like it's exciting because we know what's coming. But it's also like we're waiting and we're like, okay, now what? We're kind of just waiting for, like, the smaller stuff to be announced, like, the foods. We're waiting for, like, the merchandise. We're waiting for, like, all, like, the little smaller stuff that goes with HHN. We have quite a bit that's been going on in the parks in terms of construction and with some food updates. So we'll go through that with our main segment today. But before we get to that, we do want to talk about uh, this past weekend, we had our very first Haunt Girls meetup, our Bracelets and Bruce event. Yes, thank you so much to everyone that came and made some braces with us. We had such a good time. It was such a good turnout. I don't think we were expecting such oh. a n- nice turnout. And it was so great meeting everyone and just yeah. interacting with everyone. I still am like so, even today, the next day, like still on cloud nine, like so happy from how yesterday went. Everyone was so nice and so awesome. It was so great to have so many people show up and make bracelets with us. And we genuinely had the best time. Like yeah, we and were all those, laughing and just making bracelets and all the bracelets we made we like traded to each other anyway <laughs> yeah um so not really too productive but it was just a good time <laughs> it was a perfect time i couldn't ask for anything better but those who did go to our event yesterday got a sneak peek at our new merch yes we wanted to make sure um we did have this meetup planned for a couple weeks but we said you know it would be really awesome to give those people who do come and show up a sneak peek at seeing our shirts before they drop exactly and we've been holding on to these shirts for a little bit we were just yeah for the good time waiting for you guys yeah we we figured yesterday was a good time to give them a little sneak peek of what was to come and today they finally dropped so if you haven't checked them out yet they are available on our website the links are on all our socials it's hauntgirls.com and there's eight new designs including our original skull designs from the last time we had our yes Yes, so there's lots of new shirts on there for you guys to grab. I recommend ordering them as soon as you can so that we can get them to you as soon as we can. Mm -hmm, Um, So go ahead and check those out. Those will be available. Um, We are not going to pull these ones like we did in the past after two weeks. Um, These ones we are going to leave up for a little bit. So um, I would definitely check them out. But no, they're not going anywhere. So no need to worry. (laughs) But if you definitely want them for the haunt season coming up, I would definitely order them ASAP just to ensure they get there on time. Yes. And then also to celebrate our new merch, we figured it would be fun to kind of, you know, we had a very fun filled weekend. We released our merch, had our bracelets and brews, and we said, let's just keep this party going. So today um, on our social media, we have announced a giveaway that we'll be doing and we will have one winner that can pick anything you want from our merch shop. 
any shirt. For the rules for the giveaway, make sure to check out our social media. If you're not following us yet, I definitely recommend you do. TikTok and YouTube is Haunt Girls. Twitter is Haunt Girls Pod. And Instagram is Haunt Girls Podcast. Make sure to check out all those social medias and look out for those rules and regulations for this giveaway. You're not going to want to miss it. Yeah, exactly. You can get a, a free Haunt Girls shirt, anyone you want. Mm-hmm. So uh, check that out. And, you know, keep an eye on social media as well because – who knows if we do another event like this in the future where we do a meetup, we'll probably have some fun surprises for that too. Exactly. But back to the haunt community, which is basically why we're here. Um, mm-hmm. We have lots of announcements going on in the past couple weeks uh, yeah. all across everywhere. <laughs> we had a few come from Hollow Screen, both Orlando and Tampa. We'll go through the Orlando ones first. We did have a house, annu- a house announcement Dead Vines, and the description is, Nolan's Nightmare Hex has fully taken over the bayous of New Orleans, and her plants are more than willing to feed off your flesh, suffocating you as you gasp for your final breath. So that is a house announcement, and then we also got a zone announcement that kind of ties it together, called Witchcraft Bayou. And Witchcraft Bayou will tempt you to test the waters. As the fog thickens, the whispers of the bayou echo with tales of curses and doom. Don't be a fool. The haunts within the zone will cast voodoo spells on their victims. So they're definitely feeding into like the whole New Orleans voodoo vibes with yeah. both this house and the zone. Dead Vines. When I first saw this announcement, the first thing I thought of was like, oh, I wonder if this will be kind of like Seeds of Extinction-esque with the plants overgrown and um, a lot of the ghillie suits. I know we've talked about that before. Those scare the shit out Always of us. Always get me. <laughs> but this house, I know Bush Gardens, Tampa, Hollow Scream, they've done Deathwater Bayou for years. And right. that's always one of my favorite houses, even though it's been a returning house for quite some time. And I don't know, just the voodoo, New Orleans, bayou, witchcraft, voodoo always seems to be a very interesting mm-hmm. theme, but also works really well. There's a lot you can do with it. Um, I'm always a sucker for this kind of theming with like bayous and just yeah. in general. I think it just it just it has a nice feel to it, a good vibe to it. And I feel like when you add lots of greenery to it and you add like that whole bayou setting to it, it just looks right. so nice. And then you add in the voodoo and it's just it's a good time. I right I love that kind of and, theming. Yeah, and then we take it out of a house and we put it into a zone and we have the witchcraft bayou out in a zone and mm-hmm. you know the fog. It all fits really well. Kind of mm-hmm. tying these two together. I'm curious to see if they'll be um near each other i don't know how hollow scream orlando does it if they have zones near their houses or if they kind of are spread out but it seems like these two would go together i would hope they're like the house leads out into the zone or the zone leads into the house either way i would want them close to each other because i feel like a good continuation fit the vibe fit the vibe um over in tampa we got two house announcements lots going on with hollow scream uh, first one is Witch of the Woods, and it dis- the description is, The witch is back and just as wicked as ever. Curiosity has brought many travelers into the dark forest, but only bone-chilling stories and dying screams make their way out. With each step deeper into the woods, the prospect of survival quickly fades as demonic disciples hunt wandering intruders through their abandoned village. Mm. we got some more witches lots of witches it's, it was just a witchy week it's fine the witching season we're it not is surprised. a witching season yeah exactly <laughs> i like this um it's more of like the classic wood witch i think you know like mm-hmm. hansel and gretel what other witches in the yeah. world i'm sure there's some but like yeah. it's just that classic feel this is the one that well it's a returning house so we have seen this one before but this is the one that they had the friday the 13th kind of early walkthrough 
for earlier this year. So, I mean, this is a fan favorite. I'm pretty sure this one is well perceived. So it's just a very dark witchy, witchy house. I exactly. mean, there's not much that can go wrong with that one. I mean, classic Halloween witches. We're here for it. Love all my witches. Exactly. Um, our next one we got was a also a returning house. This one is called The Forgotten Uprising. So the description says a year has passed and lately more and more people have been going missing. The great battle has begun and the only way to survive is to be brave, fearless and survive the night. There you go. So vampires. Yeah, we do know this is a vampire house. Um, What's interesting in the description, and I think it's just a play on the words being for vampires. They say it's a revamped house. Um, I'm curious to see if, because this is a returning house, if we get it back the way that we got it the first time or if they're going to change it and quote unquote revamp it. You know what I mean? I I feel like they always make little tweaks and changes to returning houses, even if they like don't mention it. So I'm sure like, yeah, it's also a play of words, but I'm sure they've changed maybe a couple things in there. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wonder if it's like, it's probably not a sequel. It's probably. No, 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 not a sequel. Just a, as I said, a revamped. Right, of the same one. But yeah, this house, I mean, again, we have witches and vampires. I mean, you can't go wrong with that with classic Halloween. Exactly. It just fits the vibe completely. Yeah. Even though this one is a returning house, I don't know for sure. I don't really, I don't think I've done this one for some reason. I don't know if it was maybe just a year I didn't get to go, but um, I haven't done this one. So I'm actually excited to see what this one is like. Yeah, I don't think I've done this one either i think yeah. it must have been i know last year i wasn't able to make it out to hollow scream tampa so i'm not sure if it's then yeah. that they had this house um but i do i love the pictures that they posted with the announcement it has like the neon bat wings behind them and i think that's mm-hmm. so cool and i remember seeing that last year being like oh it looks awesome i'd love to see that right and there i mean there's a lot of different ways they can go with vampires so i'm really curious to see kind of which story this follows Mm-hmm. you know the more we twilight? learn about it yeah are you getting twilight vampires you're getting nosferatu are getting, like, vampires? yeah are you getting dracula vampires Which dracula one? untold are we talking dracula later untold? on i mean like, lots of different we? ways we can go with this but exactly. overall i mean yeah t- two house announcements for hollow scream tampa we're, we're getting pretty close to both the tampa and orlando events starting mm-hmm. it'll be here before we know it. i love haunt season i love I know. everything it's gonna just go quick i don't want to think about it but place. i'm telling you i need it to speed up and then just stop just freeze yeah. time exactly i wish we could control it that way but exactly. fortunately we can but over at the other coast we did get some hhn hollywood announcements as well yeah we have the full the full lineup yeah has been revealed finally for hollywood which is very exciting it was nice because we even for a while we're like all right we have orlando's we're just waiting on hollywood there's a lot of things we were kind of waiting on a couple houses terror tram um, and then even when we got the announcements at Midsummer Scream from John Murdy, they were never actually officially announced on the Horror Nights accounts um, and right. the, tw- the website. So I think John Murdy just like does his own thing sometimes. Well, it seems like they knew and then they planned the day as like oh, this day was like the big reveal for everything else. But he, we yeah. always get a little preview from John Murdy at Midsummer. But we did get... Um... Like Ali said, the, the rest of the announcements, starting with Evil Dead Rise. I know this has been speculated to return in this year, and it officially is, which is pretty exciting. The description for this house is an ancient curse rises in a new setting, an L.A. apartment building. The Book of the Dead is about to unleash unimaginable horrors on you and your scream squad. Ugh. Evil has come home. It always sneaks up on me. I know. <laughs> 
But yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to see Evil Dead Rise. I know some Hollywood people are a little concerned because their their fear is that the house that took over Evil Dead Rise last year, the um, horror hotel, is kind of be, is going to be very similar to this house. But I feel like it's a different story. We're going to get the actual characters from this story now in the house. Yeah, I feel like I'm well. Overall, this property it was speculated to come last year. Um, so mm-hmm. I am excited to see that we do get to see it this year. We did an episode earlier this year actually when we saw evil dead rise when it first came out in theaters and did an entire episode on kind of what we thought about it and i really liked this movie like the evil dead franchise in general this is a very different oh, i really take enjoyed on it. this movie yeah you know when you think about the movie itself it's like there's a lot that goes on it that's kind of scary and i'm like man i just remember watching the movie and thinking this would have been really cool as a house like i really would have liked to see this perfectly as a house i'm really excited they're going through with it this year yeah Um, even though it was supposedly scrapped last year i'm very excited and again like it was such a well done movie and i think it'll translate very well into a house yeah i'm excited that we're going to hollywood this year to experience yeah and i do feel like universal horror hotel i know um a lot of people are saying oh it's the same and i i did watch a walkthrough and it is pretty much like the exact same set yes but i am curious to see how they change it a little bit because i feel like they're gonna have to change it somewhat and then also when they put the characters in there i mean the scares are gonna be a little different i would think because Mm -hmm. It's a different story. It's a di- they're different sets of characters. It's a different plot line. So it is going to change. It's not going to be exact. I mean, also Hollywood is notorious for bringing houses back exactly as they were. So if we're right. going to bring it back, I would much rather have it come back as Evil Dead Rise than as Hollywood Horror Hotel. I mean, exactly. don't you think? This at is like a cool a, IP. At least it's a different story. You know, if the settings are the same, whatever, at least the costuming and the story is going to be different and the scares will be probably different as well. So I'm here for it. And again, I'm excited that we're going to be able to experience it this year. Yeah, I know. I I think it's going to be a really good... I mean, also think about the merch. I mean, we're going to get some Evil Dead Rise merch, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Which exactly. is exciting because we don't have any, so... But over at Hollywood, we did get kind of an, another little blurb about the Monsters house. Monstros. Yes. For that house, we did get the official announcement for that. And then we also got another original announcement for Holidays in Hell. And Ooh. this is a returning house. It's been a couple of years. They also had it as a scare zone. Um, everybody seemed to love it. So I, no surprise it's coming back as a house. Um, But this description says, from New Year's Eve to Thanksgiving, your favorite holidays are going to hell. (laughs) Tis Mm -hmm. the season to scream in this holiday nightmare. So this is just a very holiday-themed horror house. And I know this was highly speculated because people were able to see the facade and it looks identical to the holidays Mm -hmm. in hell house house from the past. So people are already already kind of knowing this was kind of coming, but I'm glad we're finally having the announcement and have it set in stone. Um, I'm excited for it I love a twisted holiday yeah no absolutely and this again has been speculated for a while so not super surprised Um, but it's nice to have it officially announced and then last but not least we got our Terra Tram announcement and I think this is actually the most exciting one out of all of them I am so excited for this one if you are bugs yeah if you have a fear of bugs this is not gonna be for you or it may be perfect for you depending on how you see this bugs have taken over the terror tram essentially and larry larva and his bug-headed exterminators will get rid of 
humans once and for all. And I believe The Exterminators was a zone in the past for Hollywood, and it was well-received when it was there. Yeah, so Exterminators are basically like they're exterminating humans. And Mm -hmm. Larry Larva has this team of bugs, and they are exterminating humans. So we have a lot of, like, bug humanoid characters in this zone. We also have Larry Larva, and he has, like, the holes on his face from... Oh, bugs. But this is not like a campy fun bug zone. This is like a scary, gross, grimy bug zone. Right. I think it's what bugs in life would have been if we took out the camp and the horror aspect. Yeah, and we just made it yes. straight up horror. And yeah. I'm so excited for this. This one, we did get a, a fun little preview video. And this video was really cool. I actually really liked this one. Um, I it thought it was really guy- cute. Yeah. yeah, I like this one a lot. It starts with the guy on the phone. And he's getting on the terror tram. He's at Halloween Horror Nights. He's talking to somebody. And then um, he's on the tram. And the screen starts glitching out a lot like the Orlando videos have so far. Well, I guess they're shared posts of all the other videos. And glitches to the star in the circle. Never go alone. And then it cuts to an Exterminators commercial. And then all of a sudden it kind of goes dark and he looks around and there's bug humanoid monsters all Mm -hmm. over the tram. And Larry Larva himself is driving the tram. And it's a lot like the other videos where he kind of screams and then it just kind of ends. So this one, we don't actually get woken up from the nightmare. No, the nightmare is very much reality in this point. The tram, it shows it entering a tunnel and there's like alarms going off and stuff. It feels very scary. I think this is definitely more of a horror take on the kind of like bugs eating alive things that we saw but i'm excited for this one everyone seems to be excited as well it seems like i mean the costuming looked really great in the commercial so yeah another fun thing is john murdy did tweet a number out for us to call and when you called it it was basically like you're calling the exterminators and larry larva is the one that answered um and basically was like are you tired of humans did you know that bugs over take humans like a thousand to one and it was really cool um if you haven't checked it out yet definitely go on to john murdy's twitter and look for that number yes i, th- I got a trip from calling it all the number hilarious. it's yeah. actually fun mm-hmm. but lots going on i mean we will do a hype list episode eventually for hollywood um we're gonna do our hype list well we're only down to like two or three for orlando right. we'll do that one first but before we go to hollywood we'll definitely be doing a hype list talking about which properties we're most excited for, which houses scare zones, and then maybe our least excited ones as well. <laughs> Honestly, I'm excited for everything, so it's going to be hard to put it into a list. I know, both, both coasts. I'm like, which one is yeah. at the bottom? Because I just need to start at my most favorite, and then whatever ends up at the bottom, it just ends up at the bottom. Right, just know that it was basically just which one I liked more compared to the others, because I'm just excited yes. for all of these. I There's like none the that whole. I'm like... There's none that I'm just like, eh. Yeah, none I want axed. I want them all to stay. Exactly. But over on our coast, back at Halloween Horror Nights Orlando, we have lots, lots going on in the parks. Lots of fun things. So in the past, at the Tribute Store, there's been opportunities for you to buy your way into a Tribute Store, basically. And it's them putting your picture up, and it fits the theming. This year, it's the theming is comic book related, essentially. And mm-hmm. it was just announced that the opportunity this year is to put yourself on a comic book cover that will be displayed in the tribute store, which I think is a fantastic yes. idea. And the comic book covers look amazing. There's five different ones for you to pick from, and you get to keep it after. They send it to you once the event is over, which I think is chef's kiss. 
Yeah. I mean, in the past, I think there was some that you weren't able to keep, maybe because shipping was difficult. Right. I think for this one, because it's an actual comic book, they can ship it to you. Mm-hmm. So they probably have maybe five different comic books, or maybe the covers are just different, but the covers are different themes. So I would kind of hope to think that based on the cover you pick, that's the story you get. It would actually yeah. be hilarious if like you were incorporated in the story somehow. I think that's I, probably a little too custom, but it's it would be really cool. I mean, I, it would be a nice souvenir regardless, even if you're just on the cover, because I feel like, and also you get to say that I was in the tribute store. I was part of the decor, which is right. always fun. All the comics are called Tribute to Terror, which is also what the tribute store is supposed to be called. So mm-hmm. um, it would be cool to kind of have that memory from this event year. I mean, this it's only $89 plus tax. I believe you can have t- up to two people on it. So yeah. we're going to, we might do this. We might, might have to. You might see some familiar faces in this comic book store. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also, speaking of some merch and trivia store, did find out we will be getting a merch preview for the HHN 32 merch on August 18th. Now we got a little bit of a sneak peek at two items that we might be seeing with that preview. Yes, and uh, let me tell you right now, my wallet is already hurting. (laughs) One is a little boo backpack that looks very much like a lounge fly. I'm not going to say it is a lounge fly because we won't know until until August 18th. Mm -hmm. Um, But it has that same shape. It has little boo in the front, and it's It's so so cute. cute. I know in the front. I think it's it's adorable. Yeah, and it's a little. I think it says like Happy Halloween and Happy is crossed out, and it says scary. Yeah, it's little boo. Like, the whole lore behind him, he was always so scared of the pumpkin lore. And he's like, mm-hmm. ah, help me. He's just so cute. I can't. I know so there's, every, a lot of, every, there, there's a lot of him last year, but I think he's so cute. Yeah. The pumpkin lord grows Halloween. And because of that, every Halloween is scary Halloween for Lil Boo, unfortunately. Exactly. And we <laughs> also got a flannel, which has yes. the designs from the uh, event merch theming like with the skeleton and the hands and all that has that on the back which i think looks really yeah this flannel let me tell you even though i live in florida and can probably wear it two days out of the year this is like a must buy for me last year we got our everyday is halloween flannel and i really like that one but i was like well i don't know that's it's very specific to halloween but this one i feel like you could wear year-round even though it's Mm -hmm. too hot to the theming is just seems very much more lean towards Halloween Horror Night than like a Halloween theme. So for me personally, this is one like I'm absolutely going to buy the second I can. Right. Agreed. I'm curious to see how much both of these are, if um, they are lounge flies or if they are not lounge flies. But um, we'll see. I mean, the my wallet the is panels. already prepared. My wallet is already prepared. It's like, okay, is it though, girly. Because- we Whatever thought, you gotta we, thought do. we were prepared and then we heard taste of terror and then we heard preview coming merch and now we're like oh you can also buy a comic book with your face on it i'm like listen linda like <laughs> i can't afford all this but we're gonna find a way that's exactly. that's one thing i'll tell you when it comes to halloween horror nights we find a way to spend our money Speaking of finding a way to spend our money, we have food booths up. Oh my goodness. Yes. Lots we didn't of have enough way to spend our money this year. Yeah. Lots like like eight or booths. 10, like a lot, yeah. a lot. Just in the past week, since we've talked to you all, a ton of food booths have gone up. And we said last week that benches kind of started disappearing. And we we're like, okay, the food booths are coming. It's going to be any day. But they didn't just put up the tents. Like when they went up, it was like a full blown facade themed food booth. Mm-hmm. Because exactly. I know last year, I think we were, we saw the tents. And even with the hurricane, they had to take the facades down. But 
they're they're pretty darn done and they're beautiful they are up i'm sure they're hiding some secrets within them i need to know where all my phantom snacks are okay like as soon as that happens i know know i will be there constantly but we did get uh, among the booths that we have seen come up we got a last of us themed booth that has the firefly symbol and fedra on it yeah really cool looking like which is interesting because the last of us booths are over by the vamp zone over by new york yeah in that that little like roadway yeah they had a bunch of food stands last right but what's interesting is the last of us is speculated to be over by um kind of where we entered for descendants of destruction so i think it's kind of interesting with that one they put the ip food booth over at the front i mean it's the big ip so having it in that central area kind of does make sense um but i was curious i really thought we'd see some like vamp festival themed booths in that area instead of like the ips if that makes yeah yeah but I mean, they have to fit it where they can fit it, right? And they yeah. probably expect, like, high traffic to go to this. So it's probably the better bet is to put right. it in this more open area. So I totally get, like, the logic of putting it there. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you loop around the corner um, in that walkway over kind of by where the Transformers Extended queue is, uh, over there we have two new food booths. We have mm-hmm. one that looks like a cabin. I believe a lot of people are saying it's probably for Yeti. Makes sense. There's some antlers, yeah. antlers on the front. At first, I saw the claw marks and was like, "Oh, it's the dragons." And then I was like, mm, "Maybe very that much the antlers." <laughs> cabin looking, very much camping looking, very much. We just got eaten by yetis looking. So right. And then right next door to that, we have one that looks identical to Surfer Boy Pizza. Yes. So with it's that gotta red be. and white checkerboard in front, it looks so cute. It's gotta be. It's got to be. There's no way. So they knew I was coming to the event by putting Stranger Things and Yeti next to each other. I'll just hang out. No Mm -hmm. need to go anywhere else. All my snacks. And then Last of Us over on the corner. Like, Mm -hmm. how perfect. I mean, I'll just kind of hop back and forth to all three. I was going to buy all the mushrooms at the Last of Us booth. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe this is the year I decide to like mushrooms. Okay, we'll see. This might be it. Um, over by the big stage area, which people are believing to be exorcist exorcist believer is rumored to be at that house location where that queue right. has all the switchbacks in front of the stage um but we do have this and at first the first thing i was like oh it's the rainbow room and then i was like mm, it's red yellow and blue i was like it's mostly miss- blue yeah yeah and we missed we missed a lot of the other colors in the rainbow because it has like the colored stripe around the outside but i don't know some people also said maybe chucky we have another chucky booth somewhere else so so i don't yeah, know i don't think I don't maybe know. scoops ahoy I can see a scoop Yeah, remember, like, they don't typically, like, they do, but sometimes, like, they don't put the food booth by the house location sometimes. So this could be a different themed. uh, Yeah, I don't know what it really is feeling a lot like Stranger Things to me with the colors because you have to think that these colors do not tie into, like, our overall event theming. But I do feel like um, it's it has to be tied to an IP. We haven't seen Exorcist Believer, so we don't. I haven't seen anything in the trailer that matches these colors, but you never know. I mean, it could be. It would be kind of interesting to have it themed after that, though, and people wouldn't be able to recognize it. You know what I mean? Right. So my gut's going with Stranger Things for this one. Couldn't tell you what. Maybe the roller rink. I don't friggin' know. Um, <laughs> the rainbow room. But Something. Yeah. 
like Allie mentioned already, we do have a good guy food booth over by Fast and Furious, which is the speculated area for Chucky. So that makes sense. Yeah, I pretty much exactly like the one that we got last year. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people are already speculating if we're going to get the same Chucky Foods bath. We had the, the good guy burger with the icing and the Fruit Loops and the jalapenos. And we had the Chili Lee Ray. I mean, just iconic foods were at that booth. And I'm, I'm really curious to see if those come back there or if it's going to be some new Chucky themed foods. Right. We shall see. And then we also got, which is interesting, over by Animal Actors, the awnings right by that stage area. These tables have been removed from there. And now we have um, what looks like two large food serving areas. And one Mm -hmm. has one of those papers that foretell signs of what's coming. And it says Twisted Taters. So that seems like where our Twisted Taters will be um, located. Yeah. And they also, um, it's funny because the tables by Animal Actors disappeared a while ago, like over a month ago. And I remember saying, I was like, listen, I was like, I guarantee you they're going to put, because Kids Zone is still blocked off all over. It's really hard to get over there. And there was so much food over there last year. So I was curious to see what they were going to do with it. Um, But it is interesting that we put it over there. I mean, they have the fryers and the sign says Twisted Taters. So it's got to be Twisted Taters. I don't know what else. I mean, they could fry other foods, but yeah, besides the sign. The interesting thing is that besides the booth that says Twisted Taters, the one next to it, it doesn't have any signage on it. And it looks more like a beverage serving area. And there had like some taps set up that we thought looked like espresso machines but i don't think they're gonna be i don't know maybe they are espresso machines who knows at this point um but one booth is definitely labeled for twisted taters one looks more like a beverage um bar yeah. serving area which is pretty fun yeah the weekend bar um definitely get the old weekend bar from last year where that's located by the lagoon that definitely looks like a food serving area yeah Still going up. Uh, There's a lot of lights. We can't really tell if they're heat lamps or if they are just lights. I mean, it could be for either. Or we're thinking it's going to be a food area, maybe food and beverage. It seems like they've been splitting up um, kind of like each themed food booth does have like a specialty drink there as well. Instead of having like one that's like just a big bar, they do have a couple of those. But it seems like a lot of these are themed more towards food. Right. But I mean... Yeah, we'll see. I, there's bars and food booths and everything going up everywhere. By the main stage area, we also got um, a food truck located there, um, kind of near where that rainbow booth is. Yeah. Um, in that big had, grassy area. Yeah, we had one there last year that had some kind of chili. I forget. It had the witch's, cauldron, yeah. the witch's cauldron with the skeleton in it. Yeah, that one was good. But um, we had a food food truck there last year. So I'm glad they're bringing those back. I didn't use them too much because I kind of like to go t- more towards the like IP themed foods, like the really fun ones. Something yeah. I can't get anywhere else. But. I always like beelined past those. So I was trying to get it to yeah, the house. Me so too. I, always, I, I never was like, stopped. I'll come back for you. And I never did, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'm kind of sad about because that cauldron one looked yummy. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we're getting and that then, food truck returning. Yeah, and then last but not least, another bar. Uh, the bar that's usually over in the extended queue for Transformers is going up as well. We did um, a construction update video, I believe, last week on TikTok, and you can see that bar in that as well. But it's we're getting close. I, it's only a matter of time before we start seeing the keg handles go up, and then we can see what kind of draft beers we'll be getting. That's what I want to know, because that's still something we don't know. Yeah. At all the bars, like what draft beers? Because I'm still hoping for a miracle that we get Shipyard back. I don't think we will. I'm literally delusional thinking this is going to happen, but 
I'm gonna keep an eye. So it's okay. Yeah. Um, we do have some construction updates as well for zones. Dr. Oddfellow's collection of horrors around at the front of the park. A large caravan wagon has appeared, um, parked near the entrance to the right of the of that big scaffolding that came up. And it has a little stage coming out of it, which looks like yeah. a good area for him to be at for some right. future opportunities. And I, I said, and it's kind of interesting, um, I asked you guys on Twitter and I said, well, with this new stage being here, do we think like he's going to be at the wagon or if he's going to be at the top of the truss? And it probably makes more sense for photo opportunities for him to be on the stage where the wagon is. But I kind of hope we get a little show because on the wagon it's kind of blocked off Mm -hmm. um so there's something behind this black tarp curtain thing and we can't see it so i kind of hope we get like odd fellow gets his own little icon stage show there doing what he does best (laughs) my prediction is that for opening ceremonies we will get odd fellow welcoming us in on that big scaffolding high Mm -hmm. up and then after that he'll come back down and he'll be in his little caravan wagon doing some yeah some ad lib or whatever down there but i feel like for the opening ceremony he'll be up there up top to welcome everyone in probably and then i would also think that during the event itself they probably have somebody up there um as a scare actor because otherwise it's kind of a waste to just have it for the opening ceremony they've got to utilize it but maybe they'll switch him out yeah, they'll probably have characters up there as well, but I'm just guessing for opening ceremony, since he is the icon this year, they'll be there welcoming, and then he'll come down to his caravan after that. Right. And the way they'll be going up and down is there are stairs added to that um, scaffolding right up front, so there is a way to come up and down now. I know people Finally, are Finally, everyone's like, where's the ladder? And I'm actually, um, for how high up that platform is, it's a nice thing that they have stairs because yeah. that is so high up. I don't know if you guys realize, like, that has to be terrifying to stand all the way up there and, like, perform. I would not be going up and down that in a ladder. I would need stairs as well. So good, yeah. good choice. <laughs> good call. Good call. Um, and, you know, they could even – I don't know that they necessarily will, but it would be cool if we got some kind of wrap around those stairs, like the entrance to the carnival, um, kind of like a carnival sign – I'm sure they're going to decorate it, yeah, a little bit Yeah, because over at VAMP, we have that structure that the the spotlight is on, and that's kind of wrapped in a VAMP-style thing as well. So I'm hoping we get something like that for Oddfellow at the front. Kind of an entrance to the circus, or even just an HHN 32 sign. But we also got some construction updates over at Jungle of Doom. Lots of stuff has been added there. Very jungly right now. We have parachutes added to the trees as if people were parachuted in. Um, yeah, and got it's caught like, in it. If you it look up, awesome. it's, it looks re- it's huge. If you mm-hmm. stand smack dab in the middle of the zone and look up over by the plane, this parachute, life size parachute, and the trees all ripped up. They did a really good job. I don't yeah. even know. They had to get like a some kind of lift to get that up there. Like it looks but, like whoever was in the plane ejected themselves and parachuted down. Yeah, crash landed to evade being crash landed, but they got stuck in the trees. And then the tree that's holding that parachute up i'm pretty sure it's the same tree there mm-hmm. is a tarp around it and a little hat poking out so it looks like there is a body um yeah it's gonna be on that tree which is yeah it's wrapped fun. we yeah. always say if it's if it's if it's covered during the day it's because it only comes out at horror nights and it comes exactly. out for a reason at horror nights and not during the day so we'll see what becomes of that um but overall a lot is going on we also had a lot of giant spiders 
added to jungle just giant spiders and bugs they're so cute they're like the, mm-hmm. they're they definitely are the ones from bugsy and alive oh definitely they're, they're painted the same but they're just really cute little bugs i mean i i say they're cute but they're not cute. little i think they're, they're cute. cute i like them lots of cobwebs going around them kind of like it's a literally an exotic jungle with the biggest nastiest bugs you've ever seen like you're literally inside <laughs> the spider web you have been trapped in it essentially yeah it looks awesome i love it and, and then I- yeah added overall to the entire zone we have a ton of new greenery and foliage that is added to make it look more jungle and mm-hmm. urban and lots of torches of the jungle lots of torches added here and there lots of more campy details on the lawn too if you're walking from the main entrance on the right in that grassy area so it looks more like there's a camp set up yeah uh, yeah it and just looks our stage yeah the little more... stage at the front greenery all over it there's vines going up and down it 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 looks really good i every time i walk through this zone there is like triple the amount of work done than was here last time <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely going into lots of detailing, and it looks awesome. It looks very much jungly, which I think the zone in general really lends itself well into the jungle theme because there's so much greenage. Um, right. And they're adding even more to it, so it looks It fantastic. feels cohesive. Even yeah. where the bats are across those cables, we do have like a – they're not really vines. It's kind of like – it looks like grass, but they even tied it in so that it connects the trusses with greenery as well so it's we really are just it feels like one cohesive zone it doesn't feel like it was just kind of put there it feels like the whole area was made for it 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 just fits really well and i'm actually really excited for this one this might be one of my favorite central park zones and then over at shipyard 32 um that big crane is officially a crane <laughs> we yeah. did get more setting added to it to make it look more of a crane and it definitely is it has like a little shell outside of the truss itself Mm-hmm. so that it looks like a crane it's like painted it's done really nice at the bottom of the crane we do have like these roadblock barriers that are like around the crane which kind of makes sense so people don't climb it right <laughs> but but it, it fits the zone it feels very much like a shipyard it's like rusty roadway barriers um that they kind of put there we also got a tower with a clear bulb at the top that's definitely going to be a light of some sort yeah, there's no light in there yet, but it, it's got to be. I mean, kind of like a, I don't want to say, a, um, you know, when they have those really tall towers and they have to have the lights on it so that airplanes don't hit it. Kind of like one of yeah. those flashing lights that like blinks. I think it's going to be something like that. I don't think it's going to be like a yeah. lighthouse or anything like that. Well, it's a it's shipyard, a, so it's definitely yeah. going to be like, kind of like a signaling light, I would think. Yeah, right. Kinda. But more of like a flash than like a, no dead man's pier. <laughs> yeah. Um, lighthouse. My favorite addition to the zone so far has been these crates that have been added. There's one big one in the middle and it has like, it looks like it's been like dropped. So it's a bit broken and it has these wooden planks all bent out of shape, but yeah. those planks have bungees on them, which is going to be really good for scare actors to utilize to make those like scares. Cause you're not going to expect someone to pop out of a box and those things are bungee. So they're able to like pop their hand out, make it look yeah. like they're breaking out of the box. There's that big one in the middle. And there's also one close to the water that similar effect that it has it looks like it's just um those wooden planks but they're transparent from the inside and they're stretchy so you won't be able to see someone in the box especially at night when there's the lighting's very low but they can like 
bang into it and make it look like the wood's coming towards you. You're not going to expect anything. It's kind of like the ones that we had in Scarecrow the Reaping with the fence mm-hmm. where they could kind right. of part it and jump out at you and you wouldn't really, you can't really tell that it's stretchy from the outside. But even back to the other box that looks like it was kind of dropped and crashed, the way that they designed the set piece was like phenomenal. It literally looks like it's half broken, yet it's a full standing structure. Like, like it literally smashed, dropped into the zone. And it's kind of interesting. They put the bungees only on a couple of the pieces connecting it, but that way it kind of allows a scare actor to be in there and jump out without like only having a small area of opening to work with. So that way it gives them more flexibility, but kind of creates the illusion that, oh, the hole's not really that big. No one can get me out of there. And then it's like, actually, this hole is much larger than it looks because they can move the, the boards out of the way. Yeah. Non-suspecting people are going to get really fucked in the zone. I'm yeah. so excited. It's you know a good what's, people watching zone, I think. What's interesting is in the past for this zone, we've had like the Conjure the Dark stage kind of pushed back. The way that this is kind of set up with the crane and everything else, it kind of sticks out into the walkway. So if you are coming from over by Louis in the New York area and you're walking towards San Francisco, you kind of have to go around the boxes to see everything. But it kind of like corrals people away to the left out of the walkway Mm -hmm. so that people aren't just stopping to take pictures right smack dab in the middle. I think it's going to push people more so towards around the boxes back by the crane. And I think that might help our traffic pattern a little bit, too. Yeah, I can see that. I totally agree. Um, Mm -hmm. There's like the set pieces, they're big and they're there, but I feel like they're not going to be so bad that it's going to cause that bottleneck effect. At least I'm hoping. Um, So I know this this always has its issues every year with the bottleneck effect and the crowding. So I'm thinking. The way, yeah, it looks like they're projecting for the scare actor's movement is out of the side of the box, which would pull Mm -hmm. people that way more so than in front of it, which is like the walkway. Right. Hopefully. Let's hope. Hope people go that way. For Vamp 69, nothing major has happened. We still have the bus there. We still have the motorcycles, the stage area. I think we're not going to see much more till closer to the event when it comes to Vamp 69. Yeah, it kind of seems like Vamp was the first zone that really like blew up quick. Um, And a lot of people originally we speculated over there was going to be Dark Zodiac. But Mm -hmm. once Vamp went up so fast that before it was even announced, people were like, oh, no. Vamp is going to be in New York. <laughs> right. So nothing new really there. Um, over in Dark Zodiac, the only thing we have going on over there as of right now, we have those two trusses that'll probably have a sign that says Dark Zodiac. And then um, in the middle, we do have the two stages, one with the fire signs and one with the water signs. But other than that, I mean, no other big props in the street. It kind of seems like a lot's going on in shipyard and jungle right now. Mm-hmm. Those are the big hot areas, I feel like. Um, when it comes to the construction updates this week yeah Yeah. i think we'll definitely i think dark zodiac is going to be the next one um once shipyard and jungle kind of get wrapped up a bit because um dark zodiac there i you already know it's the the zone in hollywood they're gonna put so much stuff out there and then even opening night there's usually a couple things that they'll roll out that night or you know for team member preview that they can't have out during the day so there's going to be sets that come out the day of so Mm -hmm. Lots going to be going on um, over at Peacock Bar. We're going to call it Peacock Bar now because we're pretty sure that's what it's going to be. 
Um, we had those lighting trusses along the sides or what we thought was going to be for lighting trusses. It looks like they put some poles connecting the two of them. So maybe they're going to be putting some curtains up or they're going to be putting some like posters or some mm-hmm. kind of advertisements, whatever theme they're going with, they're going to be hanging something from it for sure. But we don't know what. So yeah, this is definitely going to be a very photo oppy area, I think, for Peacock. Like they're going to have yeah. um, their properties up on display, essentially. It's going to be very much like, here's a good photo op. Here's a good photo op, um, which is good. I always love a good photo op. Nothing yeah. bad against that. Um, Even in Hollywood last year, I mean, we had a weekend after hours bar, but theirs was much more like nightclub weekend feels. Mm-hmm. And it was just the vibe was very different. And we even said before, Hollow Scream SeaWorld does a lot of kind of themed bars. And that was kind of something we were missing. So I'm excited to see what they do with the Peacock Bar. I mean, there's a lot of properties Peacock has. Um, I'm curious to see if this is where they're going to put David Pumpkins at the Peacock Bar. I don't know where else they would put him. He's oh, he has be to be at the Peacock Bar. He's not going to be He's just like be. lounging around somewhere else. It's definitely going to yeah. be the Peacock Bar. And I definitely see there. if you go right straight into the Peacock Bar after the main trust, there's like a smaller trust. It looks like maybe a stage area. I could definitely see him put them putting him there. And hopefully with his skeletons, his dancing skeletons. See, I think, I think that's going to be a photo backdrop. I think they're going to put a big poster across the front of that. And I think that's going to be – because they said in the description – it would be a nightclub vibe with like a photo op. I think that's going to be the photo op because if, if they put the bar to the right where they put the bars last year, make mm-hmm. that kind of like the bar hangout light spot, that spot over there to the left would be the perfect spot to have the photo op. And it's it's got to be with David Pumpkins, right? That's all like, I'm saying. He's going to be there. It's got to be. Hopefully his skeletons. I want his dancing skeletons there with him as well. Yeah, no, definitely. He's going to have to go there. Uh, but as if that's not enough going on in the park, we have some stuff going on over at Boris's office. Boris is a busy man, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> over at his office, a Cthulhu figure has been added to his window, and it has a like, glowing eyes you can see from the streets, and it's it's really cute. I think it's a cute little um, yeah crypto. I think, but his eyes glow. So if you're at the park and you see him, his eyes are glowing right at. He has lots of little eyes, which I think fits because Boris is a little monster hunter and he's a monster Cthulhu. Yeah, we have there hasn't been any Boris Cthulhu interactions yet on record with Howling Horror Nights. So this is kind of random, but maybe it's something foretelling for the future. Who knows? Yeah, it could be. Um, we're also looking, we haven't really seen a lot of themes more so hinting towards the Dead Coconut Club and what we're getting there. Mm-hmm. So we could get kind of like a Boris and the monsters kind of themed that direction with the Cursed Coconut Club. Right. But it's kind of interesting because I was like, well, I wonder how this really ties into the event. I'm like, I don't know. It's a little different. I mean, HHN lore, absolutely. But it's very different, you know, yeah. than anything we've really seen other than like our case files house. That's we haven't seen a whole lot of Boris lately. So Mm-mm. in Boris's office, there's also a picture of the office from the street, basically. And it looks like Boris and his assistant is in that picture and it's framed and it's hanging on the wall. And you can see it from the street. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a um, inception moment because it's like a picture mm-hmm. of a picture. Um, yeah framed in there a picture of something uh, you're looking at with your right, own eyes <laughs> exactly um hanging on his wall there's a few like miscellaneous things also on his desk there's like bottles on his desk there's some stuff on his shelving so they're adding details to Boris's office which is very interesting especially for this time of year 
we know that HHN likes messing with us and hiding things in plain yeah. sight. Um, so then when they do announce something, we're like, oh, this all makes sense. Yeah. Um, but his downstairs neighbor, Madam Basil, she's a palm reader. She's gone missing. <laughs> um, the mannequin they had in that downstairs um, room right below Bor- Boris's office, the palm reader, she used to sit at the table. She's gone. And for a few days or a couple of days, there was a little note there that said that she had left to join Oddfellow Circus. Mm-hmm. We know a Dr. Oddfellow. We know a Dr. Oddfellow. Who has yeah. a circus coming who, to Halloween Horror Nights. At who, who enjoys collecting, you know, oddities and stuff. And a palm and, reader would be an oddity. Yeah. I mean, added to the circus, first of all, it fits very well. Second of all, the palm reading is so tied into the whole, the Zodiac and the theming. I mean, we have the Ouija boards and the palm reading. Just with the merchandise, it ties in very well. Yeah, so that would be really awesome if we got to see her as maybe a a character this year, some kind of tie-in, or maybe she's in the Oddfellow zone. It would be really cool. Like, they're going to take the lore again from in the park. I mean, we got the Kitty Cat Club. We got to see Boris. He got a house. But now we're going to get, we're going to kind of keep going. Right. So I'm I'm really excited about that. But that little little note that she left that indicated that she had gone to Oddfellow as of today is gone. It's missing. Yeah. It's no longer there. And she's still gone. So And that was quick. So I wonder that if was you, think, quick. you think you think we'll get another note? Maybe. Honestly, they know that like social media and people are all over this shit. So they're probably like, we're gonna leave <laughs> there for like two days. People are gonna take their pictures and then we're gonna, and take we're gonna it freak away. out. Yeah. And they're going to take away they're going to freak out. It's going to be so yeah. much fun. I'm telling you, they love seeing us freak out. And I think it's so funny. And I love that for them. Yeah. Um, Imagine being yeah. the person that that's your job. You get to go into that little room and put the little sign. How in. do I like, sign up so for cool. that? Because like, I would love I to fuck that. with people. I would love to like, leave little things around everywhere and like wait for yeah. them. I think it's so much fun. Speaking of messing with people, <laughs> we had some little fun friends show up at Cinnabonnet City Walk in the glass case. We now have, you can, you can see... The bags are kind of ripped. We have a Chucky doll, a Tiffany doll, and Glenn Glenda at at Cinnabon and City Walk. So random. Like, why are they? <laughs> I just have to say, I'm... maybe Cinnabon's going to have, like, a Chucky-themed food item for the event. That'd be kind of cool. Like, a glazed Cinnabon that's, like, in Chucky colors. What's hilarious is behind the bags, mm-hmm. they are – there's little photos of them as a family. And it's them that they have a – kind of like the surfboard photo of outside they're visiting of, universal they're having yeah. a family outing i love it at voodoo donuts they're all sitting on the little throne and there's a picture it's hilarious i wonder if maybe there's gonna be a chucky themed scavenger hunt or something there's got to be something at city walk related for chucky that's coming i mean yeah. we have dead coconut it would be really cool if they kind of tied in bits of horror nights into other venues at city walk that would be cool yeah, I haven't seen anything else Chucky related popped up at City Walk, um, which is why it's ma- leading me to lean towards more of like a food item at Cinnabon mm-hmm. relating to Chucky. But maybe, yeah, since there the was photos, I don't know. Yeah, the little the family photos, photos are kind of, I mean, Voodoo Donut, we've gotten Halloween Horror Night Donuts before. That could be a thing. Um, I don't really know the surf. That's kind of outside of Cinnabon, but I mean, a couple yeah. other places it, it could be, it could be relating to like food themed items at City Walk. Yeah. I'm but excited. Again, all of this has happened in one week. Just all these new things have found their way to us just this week. 
There's so much going on. We can't keep up. I'm I'll glad. mail them Honestly, my therapy bill. It's fine. I'm glad that we got all the house announcements because I could not have processed all of this and the house announcements. No. Could you imagine? I would be going crazy trying to keep There's up with no everything. There's no way. There's just absolutely uh, no way that's happening. Yeah. We also saw um, a lot of sneak peeks of some food and beverages that will be making their way to Halloween Horror Nights this year because the Taste of Terror event, and they also had a media preview, all of that has officially begun. So we've been able to see lots of menus, pictures, foods that are there, what people think about them, and there's a lot going on in there. I'll tell you what, I was very pleasantly surprised by how detailed the Taste of Terror event soundstage is. Yes. It looks phenomenal. I saw pictures. I was like, no way. I'm like, this is insane. This is so cool. Mm-hmm. They look really good. And again, we, we have not gone to the Taste of Terror preview, but we've seen the pictures from social media. We have people send us stuff into as well. So it's just, we're going this, we're doing this based on the pictures we've seen and what we've heard people say. Right. About so overall, in, in the soundstage, they have different themed food stations to match the houses and kind of the event theme. Um, we do have what looks like a Fedra ration station, and a lot of these stations do match food booths that we've seen go up in the park. So it's like, okay, you can kind of get an idea of what they have here is probably what they'll have out there. Um, a lot of these, all of these will be coming to the event. So uh, we also got a Yeti base camp food booth that yes. looks a lot like literally a camp, like pine trees and mm-hmm. little camping chairs and camping supplies and logs of wood and it looks really cool it makes me really excited for the house yeah we got a surfer board pizza stand which looks very similar to the food booth we already have out yeah but they yeah Mm -hmm. but they also have themed um like booths that look like the surfer boy pizza booths Mm -hmm. that you can sit in in taste of terror so while you're like doing seating it, booths yeah yeah so um it's kind of cool that they also themed the tables and the seating around the booths that they're around so it's kind of like a i don't want to say food and wine festival but for the horror properties but it kind of is but they also made the seating and the sets theme too we got a chucky booth um and then also a general event themed booth so that whole like dark and then the Food, not the voodoo, but like the Ouija board and the skulls and the skeletons. Yeah. And a, and a Dia de los Muertos booth as well. Yeah. Lots going on over at Taste of Terror. Uh, they have like all the Zodiac style decor matches like the overall event theme. Um, kind of like the art we saw with the HHN arches as well. A lot of that theme tied in. I mean, even the tables, like we have a Zodiac table. We have all the seating and the booths are themed around the event. And it's actually a really cool experience. But um, let's talk about some of the food and dessert options that we saw because we saw a lot and I there's a lot of things I want to talk about. Uh, the first one I want to talk about, ironically, is the one with the mushrooms. <laughs> the <laughs> left behind ravioli. And this is themed after The Last of Us, but yeah. it's I think it's like a truffle ravioli. It is. I have the menu in front of me. It's a midi cheese ravioli with marinara, truffle cream, and tempura fried lemori mushrooms. Oh, so yeah. I know... Um, there was a lot of, I don't want to say confusion. When they had the media preview, they served these in this really cool, like, Fedra can. And everyone was like, oh, I'm going to buy this just for the can. And then um, once the Taste of Terror started, they were on plates. But come to find out, um, at Taste of Terror, since it is just a sample size, they did put them on the plates. But when you actually get it at Halloween Horror Nights and you buy this, you will get the can. That makes sense. So don't Which- worry. 
which means it'll probably be like 15 bucks since yeah uh, there's I a souvenir the same thing. i was like i was like it's almost like a blinky it's like a blinky cup for your ravioli yeah it's actually exactly. hilarious Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited to try this one. It looks really cool. The way that they did the fried mushrooms is they're sticking out of the can and they look a lot kind of like the cordyceps. So it's it's really cool how they did this. And then at the bottom of your can is your ravioli. So catch us all walking around with cans. Vamp, 60, Vamp 69 with our Fedra cans and our raviolis. <laughs> um, there's also next is a Hellfire mini cake. It's a layered chocolate cake with a mango cayenne filling topped with a chocolate guitar that looks just like eddie's yeah so they said oh you guys like eddie's guitar do you want to eat it eat it (laughs) we can eat it this one the first thing i thought of when i saw this cake um it has a really cool wrap around it that's like the hellfire logo and this one has to be in the tribute store right I think, yeah, this looks like maybe one of those treats in the treat stand yeah. in the tribute store. Um, it just like, makes it more sense for them to sell it. But I know that sometimes they sell treats in there and they also sell it at some food booths. So maybe right. it could be at both. But uh, yeah, definitely I would yeah. like this to be at the tribute the store. Only thing, the only thing I can think of if they have this at a food booth, it has to be refrigerated because otherwise it's going to – the icing and everything is going to start to melt in the chocolate exactly. guitar. So yeah. that's why I was like, oh, tribute store. They can put it in the case and it'll stay air-conditioned. But um, we'll see. This one I'm definitely going to try. I'm also the, – the flavors are interesting on that. It was like what? Mango and – Layer chocolate cake with mango cayenne filling topped with uh, the chocolate guitar. Yeah. So yeah, it's mango, cayenne, and chocolate, which interesting is cayenne mix. spicy? Yes, it is. That's why, it's hell, that's why it's hellfire. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's no. Got, I didn't yeah. even realize that. I was oh. waiting for you to realize it. I'm like, uh, who's no. going to tell her? Who I was going to let her eat it and Nobody. then just realize just that it's spicy. It. Yeah. Okay. But maybe if it's with the mango and in the cake, maybe I can do it. We'll maybe. see. I've heard that people have tried this have liked it. So yeah. I think I think it's fine. I think it'll be okay. We'll try um, it. I'll find another treat if I don't like it. Mm-hmm. This one is not really much news to people because it's the one that has been featured in lots of PR pictures. This is the red burger that has like that burnt top to it. It is the peanut blutter smash burger. Smash burger with a peanut sauce, raspberry jelly, cheddar cheese, shaved onions, jalapeno bacon, and cherry peppers on a vampire bun. They put everything into this burger. (laughs) There's so many different flavors going on here. I heard this one is a lot like a peanut butter and jelly burger, but it's good. I've, well, everyone you have, who's tried it has liked it. You have the peanut sauce and a raspberry jelly. So essentially it is a peanut butter and jelly burger. What's hilarious is when we first saw this picture, because when we got the full-blown house announcement and info about Taste of Terror, this was the yeah. picture. And we were like, I oh, thought it was dragon. It's going to be a dragon burger. <laughs> that no. bun looks burnt. Were we dumb to think so? I don't think yeah. so. Peanut butter smash burger. I'm curious to see, okay, the people who liked the good guy burger with the icing. I want to know what you guys think about this one because this is like, I'm like, are we going to have a crazy burger every year? We got to. It's like a staple now. Yes. Every year, it's like a challenge if you can eat the crazy burger. And make it out without going to the restroom. (laughs) Yeah. This one, I will say, though, I'm going to try it because I'm a peanut butter and jelly stan. And peanut butter and jelly anything, I'm like, okay, absolutely sign me up. This one, I'm more. I want to try. I'm more likely to try this one than I was that candy burger. Me too. Like I feel like this is more of my alley. I love peanut sauce. Um, yeah, that candy burger was just a lot of interesting stuff going on at once. I was was. about. I was not about it. it. The jalapeno. I just could not do Fruit Loops and jalapenos. I don't know. I I could not. But this one, I feel like maybe goes together a a little better. This one also has jalapeno, bacon, and cherry peppers. 
Yeah. So, so we'll no see. Fruit, no Fruit Loops, though. No Fruit Loops, at least. Exactly. <laughs> um, we also have a Bloody Campfire Poutine, which is crispy fries topped with Asian-inspired gravy, char sun-roasted pork, cheese curds, and scallions, and crispy chilies. Yeah, this one, now I know. I wanted to know what made the poutine bloody. It's the gravy. It's the gravy. It's the gravy. But this one does sound good. I mean, poutine, you can't go wrong with poutine. I mean, you it's can't. like a, it's like, I always, well, this one is a little different. I always refer to poutine as like, it's like Thanksgiving loaded fries, like whatever toppings you have. It's like the mm-hmm. potatoes, the meat, the sauce, everything. <laughs> Just throw it all on there. And it's like, this one is really interesting because we got this poutine and then we also got a vegan poutine. Right. So the good thing about this is that if you're not a meat eater, but you still want to kind of experience this food item, there is a vegan option for you. Burnt ends poutine, which is the meatless one, is crispy fries topped with beefless burnt ends gravy, vegan cheese, and scallion. So it is vegan as well, which is a good um, alternative if you also want poutine, but you don't want to die from the dairy or (laughs) or you don't want to eat the meat so that's a good option for you so the burnt ends one just has the gravy but the other one is like an asian inspired gravy so they're a little different um and then obviously that one has the pork and then the chilies whereas the burnt end poutine just is the gravy the cheese and the scallions right so not as many toppings um no chilies no anything like that but it is nice that they have two options especially with the vegan cheese because that also usually vegan options are nice for people who are also vegetarians because if it's vegan it's vegetarian so exactly kind of staying on the vegan wagon which i'm very excited for this one is the vegan Mm -hmm. walking taco it's a fritos chips topped with vegan chorizo tread mozzarella roasted roasted corn salsa pico de gallo and shredded lettuce and cilantro and the fun part about this one is that it's been served in like a fritos bag so you're literally able to Mm. walk and just fork oh yeah and it's perfect for the event i think and i'm not vegan i love meat but this i do eat vegan at times and i think this is just perfect yeah, I feel like this in general, it, it'll be super easy to get it and walk around mm-hmm. with a fork and be able to eat it. So I'm excited for this one. I'll probably get this one. Even the, um, we had the fried zombie brains last year, which was like a cauliflower vegan option of the chicken right. offals. And the the vegan option actually ended up being my favorite. So if I'm totally cool with trying a vegan walking taco because half the time you can't really taste no. the difference. They do a really great job of like, making the vegan options actually like appetizing and not just like oh we're gonna take something that's already vegan and just put it on the menu like they take something that everybody will eat but make Mm -hmm. it vegan um but keeping up with that fried theme you mentioned we have a fried to the end chicken fried popcorn chicken tossed in nashville sauce drizzled with ranch and topped with white scallions and chili threads threads yeah, threads. I am very excited yeah. for this. I love spicy chicken with ranch. I love Nashville hot chicken. This sounds so good. Yeah. So we had, when we did the character dining last year, we had like boneless chicken that was in the Nashville mm-hmm. hot chicken sauce and it was really good. So if we get that again, then it's kind of just topped with extra things. It looked really cool. The um the stringed, I, what was it called? The stringed peppers? Threads. Or the- threads. It- the chili yeah, threads yeah. look really cool. Like, I've never seen anything mm-hmm. like that on top of food before. It almost looks like, um, uh, I don't know, like 
I don't want to say dental floss, but it's it very like thin like threads over it. That's red. It looks a little bit like f- saw, like coleslaw, but like thinner. I yeah, guess. like very, very thin. thin. Another sweets we have is a trick or treat bucket, chocolate creme brulee topped with peanut butter buttercream, caramel popcorn, candy corn, M and M's, Reese's Pieces, and licorice stripe. I just have one question. If they can make this into a creme brulee, where's my phantom creme brulee? <laughs> I know this ain't it. I, yeah, this one, this one looks really good. I did see some pictures yeah. of this one. It's like a little It looks cupcake. really good. Um, no, I'm very excited for this also. It is cute. It has the little uh, caramel corns on top and the licorice is like the handle mm-hmm. of the bucket. I'll definitely try this one, but I'm curious if this is going to be at just a event generic themed booth. I see this being or in if the this is gonna tribute be... store. This is a tribute yeah, store tree. That's yeah. true. Next Probably. to the Hellfire um, cake. Yeah. I would think. They can go right next mm-hmm. to each other. <laughs> uh, some more sweets is a pumpkin and dulce de leche filled puff topped with whipped ganache, pumpkin seeds, and gold accents. This looks yummy. Yeah. We love a it's good a pumpkin puff. puff. It's a cream Pumpkin yeah. treats. Pum- yeah. It's a cream puff with pumpkin, essentially. And dulce de leche, which I love dulce de leche. Mm-hmm. Very good. That does sound good. Uh, we also got another dessert, a graveyard mini cake, which is kind of like a, um, it almost looks like a cake pop. It's like a um, little Oreo cake with double chocolate cream cheese filling topped with a chocolate yes. tombstone. Also looks very yummy. I love um, cookies and yeah. cream. That's basically that on a stick. Me yep. too. Um, and then, and then also- <laughs> last but not least, my favorite thing that I've waited all event for uh, we did get a Surfer Boy Hawaiian French bread pizza. Um, so it's not like a regular pizza. It's French bread. But we do have a vegan option for this mm-hmm. as well. The vegan option comes with sausage and cheese. That is vegan. The um, non-vegan option is a little different. It comes with Spam, pineapple, jalapenos, scallions, and mozzarella. I love Spam. I can't wait for this. I'm not excited about the Spam. I hate to oh, say it. Maybe I'm spam. like a hater. I don't know why I'll probably get the vegan option for this one to okay, be honest. That's fair enough. With the sausage, at least we have both choices, yeah. but I don't know. Is that what goes on the real Surfer Boy pizza, the spam? Maybe. I mean spam is Hawaiian. And if it's Surfer Boy like Hawaiian, then yeah. That's like Hawaiian. Yeah. It's like huge in Hawaii. But we can't just put like ham. Hawaiian pizza is like ham and yeah, pineapple. Well, maybe, no. Like um, is it I'm 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 here for it. I love spam, so I'm not going to yeah. about it. We got two options. We got yeah. two options. Um, and we also got drinks. The fun part. <laughs> yeah. The part that we are looking forward to. Exactly. <laughs> um, we did get to see what the Blinky Cup and Freestyle Cup will look like for this year's event. Both are perfection. Um, the Blinky Cup has basically the same design as the merch for the event does. And then it has the arches in it. Um, the Blinky, obviously, in a clear cup. It looks... Yeah. yeah it says halloween horror nights 2023 right. looks very it looks nice awesome. um our i'm excited to get this one of course as soon as i can get it i was so tempted to buy taste of terror just so i could have the cup now because i was like god i need she's this a pretty one. girl she's really pretty and the blinky is like yeah. a, it's like a white blinky i think which i'm i'm a slut mm-hmm. for the white blinky i think it just matches every drink and it makes the drinks look cool inside um 
I kind of hope we get more options, though. I know this is one that they showed at Taste mm-hmm. of Terror. I kind of hope... Um, last year, we did get two. So I think this year, we would at least get two. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, like, throughout the event, we get different ones. Or, like, last year, how it was just two at once. Um, I could see them yeah. doing that. We'll have to see. I mean, there's definitely a couple different ways they could kind of take this approach of doing the second Blinky Cup. Um, they could do a totally different design. The ones we got last year, we got one that was like the Everyday is Halloween. Mm-hmm. And then we also got the Never Go Alone right. one. So I uh, could very easily see something like that, us getting the Never Go Alone again, because that's been on all the little commercials that we've seen. And then also um, we have that star with that writing that, that could translates be one. to yeah. Never Go Alone. <laughs> We could get something like that as well, but we'll have to see. I can see more of the of the symbol one than the Never Go Alone, I feel like, just because we got Never Go Alone last yeah. year. Yeah. S- something else I want to mention, this Blinky Cup design looks a lot more like the ones that we had, um, I guess you could say for 30, I think is when we had the ones that looked yeah. like this. The ones for 31 were like taller, more narrow yeah, these cups are fatter. that had kind of like yeah, they're shorter and kind of wider, and they they have a different style. Like, the 31 cups had, like, the imprinted glass towards yeah. the bottom. It has the lip. It has, like, the rigged lip, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this one is a little bit of a different design, but I actually like this design better. I like so it. Glad we went mm-hmm. back to that. And it looks it looks very cute in a hot girl's koozie, if you haven't gotten yeah. one yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And this also has like a really, you can see the universal arches on the front. It has the little red bats all around it. It looks really cool. I'm excited for this one. We also got the uh, freestyle cup, which breaking news has a handle. handle. (laughs) Love it. Thank God. I said to Tyler, I was like, listen, when we get, we have to get like three of these and stock up on them because I'm never going to use any other freestyle cup And it's gorgeous. It again matches the merchandise. It's black. It has all the little designs on it, like the Ouija board and all that. It looks perfection. I love it. Yeah. It has bats and cats and the blue and the red and everything you could possibly want. It, I really like the theming that we're going with towards the merch and the, the cups this year. I, like I said, this is something you can use. We use them year round. Mm-hmm. I don't know if everybody else will, but this theming is a lot more, um, I don't want to say wear every day, but this style of design is a lot more, I don't know what to call it. But It's, I, it's less okay. like Halloween and more just like vibey, dark. Spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. You can use it year round. Um, but we also got Blinky Cup. Uh, specialty cocktails that will be being served at the yes. event. Um, I'm going to start with my absolute favorite that I cannot wait for the Salt Lake City iced coffee, brewed coffee, J.H. Hardin's espresso liquor, Cor- Corazon light rum, vanilla bean, smoked sea salt, and hella smoked bitters. I am so excited for this. I get really sleepy at the event and just having caffeine and alcohol all together at once. I'm going to be jumping off the walls and I think it's perfect. Oh, for sure. I'm so excited. I'm an espresso martini girly. So uh, we're going to get this in a full blinky cup. Like I know it's not a martini, but it's okay. It's close enough. It's HHN version. If I can have a coffee drink and stand in line. And they also, I like that they added the vanilla bean. So it's not like a bitter. No, it's going to be like, it's not a a black coffee. It's going to be like. More of a right, yeah. but it looks like black coffee. Right. It's gonna it's have not. It's Don't gonna worry. have an actual flavor to it. Sorry to all you black coffee drinkers. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be the blink. You're not gonna be able to see the flash through this no, one. No, it's at so all. dark, but I'm so excited for it. 
Um, we also got a Surfer Boy, Surfer Boy Tropical Dream Punch, Coruscant Rum, Orange, Pineapple, Lime, Passion Fruit, and Grape Juice with Vanilla Bean. And the fun part about this one is that it's also um, available as a virgin, so non-alcoholic, which is great for all you non-drinkers and everyone under the age of 21. Yeah, and it's cool too because I feel like, um, of course, all of us love Stranger Things, but so does a lot of the younger right. audience. And they're like, wow, I would really love to get a themed Stranger Things drink. And mm-hmm. now they can. So, But that also allows for people who maybe don't drink or want to go to the event and still get to get these themed drinks. And now they can actually get one that is non-alcoholic, right. which is great because this is the first time we've had this. We haven't or even that. I, like I don't like, like there's sometimes I'm like, I'm done drinking, but that tastes really good. I can now get it without having to deal with like, I drank too much or not have a hangover. I just didn't feel like drinking one night. So I just wanted the juice, you know? Right, exactly. So, you know, at least we have that option. And I do feel like this uh, Surfer Boy drink, Tropical Punch, this is like our fruity Mm -hmm. drink of the year, kind of like the sweet drink. Um, We have had like a rum punch before. What is in this one? This is also rum. Is it rum? Coruscant rum. Oh, good. I liked the rum punch we had before, so excited to get this one again. I'll definitely be getting this one. I love my tropical themed drinks, so very excited for this one. Uh, We have the return of Tinseltown Torment, which is the old Forester bourbon and cherry brandy with orange and cranberry juice is chocolate and cherry syrup and orange bitters. Yeah, this one. um, We had this one last year. Yeah, I um. Do you remember where they had it last year? Chucky. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't try this one last year Me either. I, I like miss totally missed it. Yeah, I missed this one last year. Um, but I, I heard good things about it. I feel like, and it's yeah. coming back. So obviously, it was a favorite for some people. I'm gonna have to try it this year. If I missed it last year and it made its way back around, then. I'm not usually a bourbon person, so maybe that's why I didn't try it. But awesome. bourbon and cherry brandy with oranges. I mean, does sound good. I like bourbon, but since this was at the Chucky booth, which is like more into the event and I already had started drinking, I don't like mixing my liquors because of the hangover and all yeah. that. So that's probably why I kept skipping it. Yeah, that's true. I probably was already drinking something else. We gotta try it this year. We'll make sure to try all these and let you guys know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we did get returns of other drinks as well. Electric Death and Gold Juice will both be returning. Electric Death is New Amsterdam Gin, Blue Coracao, Lime Juice, Vanilla Bean, Simple Syrup, Pineapple Juice, and Dale DeGorney's uh, Bitters. Yeah. Pimento Bitters. And then Gold Juice is <laughs> the Myers Dark Rum, Cranberry Brandy, Simple Syrup, Mango Nectar, Lime Juice, did the same Dale DeGroff's Pimento Bitters. That's what mm-hmm. it is. And Pie Pichon's Bitters. That's I can't okay. That. Um, so two different bitters. Yeah, we've had both of these event uh, drinks at the event before. I feel like everyone I've talked to either loves one or loves the other. But I love both. both so. <laughs> I like I Ghoul both. Juice. I didn't love Electric Death. It was okay. It was a little too sweet for me. Um, Ghoul Juice is more of a, I'd say, like a fruity one but i like school juice i'm okay with this one coming back gold juice was our first drink of um 31 yeah we had it at scare out to dining yes you're right that's the one they had there so we were like well we need the blinky cup might as well get it right here so exactly there's alcohol that's fine i just need the cup (laughs) exactly so i mean it looks like we have um 
four or five, five drinks. I'm curious to see if this is all of them or if we end up getting some more like Bob Slime Part 3. Is that going to come or? Maybe. Again, these are only the drinks that were served at the um, Taste of Terror. Of course, there's going to be lots more food items and drink mm-hmm. items as well at the events. This is kind of just a little preview. So yeah, maybe we could be seeing the return of Bog Juice. Um, Box Lime, sorry. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll some see. other drinks. Where's my phantom drink? You know, where's my where's <laughs> my one. s'more? Where's my s'more drink? <laughs> What's interesting, um, outside of the Blinky Cup drinks, we did get a little bit of a preview as well to some of the canned drinks. And um, there's something very new that I personally am really excited about. We are getting a new Halloween Horror Nights exclusive partnership with Kalafi's Cocktails. And yes. it, it's literally a can that says Halloween Horror Nights on it. And it is called Orange Death. And it is a canned beverage with vodka, orange, and cranberry. So it's like a vodka kind of drink, canned drink. And, and a seltzer. Yeah. And I'm really excited for this because this sounds really good. And I love my, like, vodka seltzers. Yeah. If you love don't like mixed them. drinks, you have another option now that's not a beer. Sometimes the I'll, – I'll get a couple blinky drinks, but – Sometimes I go to the canned ones because you know exactly what you're getting. It's not like depending on if it was how much was mixed or usually they're pretty. I mean, the canned ones are the same every single time. So you know exactly what you're getting. But I'm excited for this one because, I mean, the can art alone is just super cool. It says Halloween Horror Nights has the logo across the front. It's like an orange eyeball martini. I'm really excited to try this one. It looks really cool. Mm -hmm. It does. And just the can art itself. I wonder if there's a way to get like the can out of the... I know. I, I you have to open it in the park. I was like, I wish right. you could like buy these at the maybe store. Maybe it's like maybe if it's like emptied in the park, you can take it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I have to ask security about mm-hmm. that. Um, that'd be a cool little souvenir to have as well because you only get it at Halloween Horror Nights, right? It'd be kind of a waste if it's only good if you can only have it at the event. Yeah, well, sometimes if they have those partnerships, it's like a seasonal, and I kind of get it because you know HHN is a seasonal thing. They wouldn't sell right. these really so much to the public people that are there are like oh well i can only get this here so i'm gonna get it here i'm curious to see what the price is on this because sometimes the vodka seltzers are a little more expensive mm-hmm. uh, than like a white claw or something but i'm curious to see what this costs and the actual size of the can because we only saw it on the menu um right. but i'm curious to see what this is like in comparison to like the blinky cup prices yeah like how much does a white claw go for i don't buy white claws that's why i asked like, uh, what, 15 15 a white well white claws aren't vodka seltzers so they're only like 11 they're sometimes 11. 12 no okay. 9 or 10 they're not that much um but the vodka seltzers are a couple bucks more usually okay i think my high noons are usually like 12 dollars so i'm I guessing might be like- wrong 13 or 14 maybe probably around that but it depends on how big the can is i really need to see it with my own eyes and then i'll see i mean regardless i'm gonna get it because i really want to try this but i'm excited about this one Mm -hmm. it does look good and it's not beer so yeah exactly (laughs) um but speaking of beer we also got a returning fan favorite of the lacto cooler we'll be coming back to hhn 32 and last year was the first year we saw it and everybody loved it so we're bringing it back. I'm not surprised. This one, um, when I tried it, I'll be honest, I didn't like the lacto cooler. It was too sour for me. I could not. Like, it It shows. I know a lot of people love it, but on the front of the can art, it literally, it looks like someone's teeth are rotting out, and that's exactly how I felt when I drank it. 
Mm, I can't. Never, I can't do sours. I I can't. I've never tried it because I don't drink beer, but I heard a lot of people love it. Um, but yeah, I have heard that it's sour. So it's really sour. Sense. A lot of people did like it. Um, just me personally, I didn't love it, but I'm glad that for how many people liked it, it is making a return. Uh, we also have a Kraken Black Spice Rum and Cola canned beverage that'll be coming this year as well. Oh. Which is kind of exciting because I don't know. I don't recall seeing that last year. No. Unless it was like hidden. But and that's, that's, not just, a, that's not a beer. That's a no, rum and right? Oh, right. Oh, in oh, a can. More options for Nikki. Perfect. Yeah. She's like, all yeah, right, I just, it off my list. I skipped over the list. I figured it was all just going to be beer besides the <laughs> more nice can. But okay. No. Almost all of these are, are like non-beer drinks. Because, okay, well, we'll go to the next one. We also get are getting truly vodka seltzers. Right. With the the spice rum and cola. And then we're also getting the HHN orange vodka. I mean, we're getting like two or three different canned liquor drinks. Look at that. Look at that. I'm excited for that. So if you don't want, if you want liquor, but you don't want the mixed drinks, you're done with the sugar, you can always go on to a seltzer, which I think is yeah amazing. Yeah, and I really like these because um, they're usually a higher percentage, so they usually cost a little bit more. But like right. I said, sometimes when you drink these like uh, lighter beers and stuff, you do, you drink like three, four, five, and you feel absolutely nothing. So right. I don't know. I like these these canned liquor drinks. They usually taste pretty good too. Mm-hmm. We also got um, it's called Original Sin Crimson Chaos Cider, so we're getting a canned cider as well. Oh, yeah, I can do a cider. Cider's See, fine. I like ciders. It looks like we aren't, unless it's on a different menu, and maybe we just didn't see it. Uh, I didn't see the pecan cider, and Dang I like that one. That was I liked the pecan cider. Favorite. Yeah, me too. Um, but looks like we're getting this Crimson Chaos cider. Curious to see. I'm still going to try it. I like when we get new things because a lot of these things I wouldn't just buy at the grocery store and try at home. Right. But now that I'm here, I'm going to want to yeah. try it. Exactly. That's how and the world works. Yeah. Last but not least, we have on the menu a good old-fashioned Miller Lite. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> in case, just in case, you know, none of the above sounded exciting. Miller Lite. Yeah. It's always a good go-to. It's on the menu. Just, just in case. Just one. Yeah. But I mean, looking at these beverage options, there is lots and lots and lots to choose from. So if we don't get Shipyard, I'm sure between all of these, I will find a few that I really like. I would still like my Phantom drink. So make it happen, <laughs> Universal. We'll <see. laughs> no, these do sound good. And I'm glad that we have more options for liquor besides the mixed drinks. No, me too. I think this is a really, a, again, it feels like it's Food and Wine Festival, but Halloween Horror Nights, like, there's been years where we've, especially with the blinky drinks, only had two. Right. And now it's like uh, one, two, three, four, five. I mean, and then you can get it non-alcoholic. And if you don't want it, then there's also four or five canned options. It's like, you can't go wrong. Like, no matter what booth you're at. I also like that as well, because you don't have to travel across the park and say, oh, well, this stand has this one drink that I want. Because right. Usually they have something here I can like as well. Right. There's usually more than one um, option. At each right. booth. Yeah. But overall, I mean, every day I get more and more excited for HHN 32. Now that we know the snacks and the drinks, it's like we almost might have to take a whole day and just do snacks and drinks. Because now it's I like, always do snacks and drinks, so that's it's fine with me. The taste of terror, but around the entire park. <laughs> mm-hmm. We can do we'll, um, we'll make, do our own, yeah. Besides drinking around the world, drinking around HHN. We should make like little travel books. We can be like following When are we going to get the books? We need the books. 
That's the only thing the we're bugs. missing. Where you can yeah. check in and try this and try that and, you know, put a stamp or a sticker every time you try something. Like a that would be so fun. Yes. That would be really cute. Do you, do you imagine these poor bartenders having to, like, serve us the drinks and then also stamp our little books and then... <laughs> <laughs> I know you just got it. You got to collect them all. I mean, that's what we yeah. do. We uh, we have like two or three of each bookie cup. There's been for the past mm-hmm. like five years. So uh, overall, we're getting down to the wire. Like we said, we have 18 days or less, depending on when you're listening to it. Uh, this episode, we also forgot to mention this upcoming Friday on August 18th, we will be over at Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Yeah, doing a little s- hunk girls so party much. over there. We're going to have so much fun. Listen, I love Halloween in general, scary or not. I just love the vibes in general. So this is a fun time. And the candy, they give you full-size candies. Yeah, and, and we get to dress it. up. And we get any, to dress any up. Any chance to dress up, we're like, sign us up. Absolutely. Yeah, they give you those big scoops of candy in your bag. Of course, I'm going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm excited to try the fun drink, the fun little treats they have around the park and also the fun shows they have going on, mm-hmm. fun photo ops. They have fun, fun. Uh, ride overlays i'm just excited for yeah it so keep an eye on our social media i'm sure we'll be posting some videos some pictures relating to that um like nikki said before if you're not following us you can find us on tiktok and youtube at haunt girls twitter at haunt girls pod and on instagram at haunt girls podcast and be sure to check that out enter our giveaway see our new merch and before you know it we'll be back next week with we'll be almost down to 10 days by the time you guys Ooh. hear from us again we'll be at like 11 it's the final countdown. I know. I just keep seeing se- so separate ways by journey. Like when they're yes. all in the van and they're like almost there. That's how I feel every day. Yeah. We're almost there, guys. Exactly. A longer. But until next week, thanks for listening. I'm Allie. And I'm Nikki. Bye. Bye.